Hello, beautiful souls. This is Tiffany, and you are listening to Heal, Grow, Love. Thank you so much for pressing play, for joining me on this little adventure and journey together. Um, This podcast is a raw, real recording meant to be an energetic transmission from my heart, from the guides, from the cosmos, and everything magical and positive beyond. Um, straight through to your heart, to your soul. And so I don't edit them. They come out as they are um, and they hold the full energetic transmission as such. And um, and I just bring you guys little pieces of um, maybe what I'm seeing in my work coming through in clients, um, what I'm seeing in the world around me, what is channeled through from the guides, what they want me to share with you guys, these little profound nuggets and my own life experiences. So it's just a little, a little kind of something to share, to allow us to connect, to remind us that we aren't alone on this journey, to help us feel a little bit more normal along the way or to embrace the non-normal along the way and and to make sure that no one is feeling alone on their journey and to yeah just share whatever whatever I can to be of assistance and and of help in that way. And so today I have a just a little tasty little treat for you guys. Um yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to let it speak for itself, but I will say it's funny because sometimes what inspires me to press play or like the energy that's flowing through me, it ends up coming out entirely different than what that spark was. And so right now I'd actually like to share with you what that spark was. I'm pretty sure that I don't say what it is in the episode. Um and if I repeat myself, well, then maybe there was a reason that you needed to hear it twice. Um so last weekend I was at a market and um it was a beautiful day. There was just it was a small market attached to a big farm market, like like a store kind of like yeah, a store farm market and um and I was watching these other vendors and it wasn't a particularly busy day. Um and so, you know, there was lots of time to chat and mingle with each other as vendors, as well as with each of the people who came around to the booths. And it was really interesting to watch as each person, you know, each person brings something that they make with their hands, that they make with their heart, you know. And and some of these things are, you know, kind of things that you might see all over the place, you know, and a lot of them are really unique things that are like special to that individual artist. And of course, you know, there's a lot of things that are maybe average or generic that then have a different artist's spin on it, right? You know, you might have, um, for example, there was a couple of people with different crocheted items, but they were also very different and very unique and very interesting and very special to each of those people. And anyways, I was watching one of the women um, talk to some people that had walked up and you could just see her light up 
and and just begin to shine as she got to speak about something that she feels really passionate about, something that she loves. And and to see these people receive that energy from her and 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 want to support her in continuing to do what she loves to do. And 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 sometimes when you get to stand back and watch this happen, you know, it's a very different environment. Sometimes you go to market and you see people and they are making sales and that's what they're there to do. And that's fine. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. We all have to like put food on our tables at the end of the day, right? It's that's life. Um, but there's something really, really special about when someone gets to do something that they love and and people come and and want to support you and it was really really beautiful to watch and witness this happen and I witnessed it kind of happen over and over again that day because that's what tends to happen at markets and for myself even um, the market before the day before that I did two markets last weekend and as as um, any of you who are local or any of you have listened you probably know that I do a market out in Honeymoon Bay um, you might not know where that is or you might know exactly where it is it's a really special cute little market that has all these individual booths um, that are built in permanent like wooden structures so it looks kind of like a little village um, there's live music and and it's just a really really great quite unique market um, and I've been going there for seven years which is crazy um, yeah it, it definitely doesn't feel like it's been seven years it feels like it's been like three or four maybe not not seven um but last week all of these people came into my booth to support my business to support something that I feel so passionate about and they were people who had come last year there were people who had like yeah quite a few different groups of people who'd come last year and bought something and then wanted to come and either restock up on what they had or try something new or come in and check it out but a lot of them were also really they were like I loved what I got and I want to come back and support you and so sometimes along our journey and for me with herbs it's definitely been something that I felt consistently passionate about and also something that requires like a lot of time and energy and preparation and also requires like some expense you know when I do Reiki, I get to show up and just be the magic, just like share and facilitate the magic. And, you know, when I do other events and, and things like that, there can be a bit more planning. But for the most part, it's relatively simple. With herbs, you know, I have to be thoughtful and make sure I have enough substrates like alcohol and oils and make sure I have enough bottles and jars and make sure that I have enough labels and do the fiddly annoying parts of labels and um and then sometimes like yeah you go to markets and it gets a little bit exhausting or you wonder like should I keep you know should I keep coming to the market or should I keep pursuing this of course I would always pursue it for my family and my friends um and every single time that I start to wonder something always happens to remind me or to be like, nope, you're doing the right thing. And so last week it was really cool. This group of women came into my booth and they came in and they were like, we came to buy all of the Kanban. 
and I had one jar left. So it was very easy for them to buy all of the Kanban. But they're coming again next week. And they're, they come from California. It's their third year coming this year. And each year they've bought... In, one year they came and they each bought maybe one jar of Kanban. Last year they came and they each like bought several jars. And this year they came back to buy another several jars to last them through the year. And the woman was like, this, like, like I showed my dermatologist in LA and she was just blown away by how effective it was and how great of a bomb it was. And one day I'll have a whole talk to you guys about it because it's a pretty awesome bomb. But it's, it's those simple little things that, you know, like, like that, are like okay you know this is why I'm here this is why I'm doing this keep going keep you know it's yeah it's it's interesting and it's never been I've never I don't know I guess it's it's only ever gotten to the point of a thought that crosses my mind usually when I'm fighting with the printer to print out labels or doing something fiddly and fidgety that um that I don't particularly like because I love being out in the forest and gathering the herbs and I love making the medicines and I love bringing them to people and, and getting to share with them with people. It's, it's a super magical thing. And it just really brought me into such a state of gratitude and, and a state of feeling supported by the universe. And, and yeah, it just makes me so grateful for each and every person who's bought something from me at the market or at another event somewhere, for everyone who's come for a Reiki session or a class or some type of event or, you know, anyone who's, who's supported me in any way. I'm just so, so completely grateful and 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 it's such a gift to be able to continue to do all of this. So thank you. All right, that was a long little ramble about it, um, and not really what the episode's about at all. You'll see it. That's all inspired. What comes into the episode. Um, and if you do want to continue to support me in any other ways, please share this with a friend. Please like rate or review it, I guess is what you're supposed to do. Rate and review it on whatever platform you might be listening to it on. That just helps me know that you enjoy this and, and, um, helps me know that I should keep on going with it. (laughs) Um, what are some other ways that we can connect? I have a Reiki level one class coming up on August 13th. That'll be on a Sunday out here in Lake Cowichan in person, level one. So the initiation, um, grounding, protecting your, learning how to really be powerful in your own energy for yourself and, and learn to channel that healing energy and how to play with it a little bit. And then level two is coming up much faster. Level two will be next Sunday, the 23rd and the 30th consecutively, um, two days where we will really dive deep into our Reiki spirit guides, where we will also um, learn to channel distance Reiki, where... Pardon? Okay. <laughs> We're getting ready to go on a trip, and my daughter just came in to say, after, do you want to pack with me? <laughs> um so level two Reiki, learning to channel the distance Reiki, it's so magical because you can then send Reiki to anyone, anywhere, or any place or anything in, in the world. You can send it to, you know, when you hear about natural disasters happening, you could send it to 
all of the people involved in that natural disaster for their highest good. When you, you know, your aunt on the other side of the world has fallen ill and you want to send her some love and some healing energy, you can send her Reiki. When you want to do some deep inner child healing and you want to send it back through time and space to your inner child, you can do that. When you want to send it back to your great-grandmothers and your ancestors, you can send it back in time. When you want to manifest a really good parking spot, you can send it to the future, to that parking spot, and make it clear. When you want to something to work out in your way, in, in, in favor, you can send it to that time and place and set those intentions. It's so much fun to play with. And you really get to also just like deepen your connection. You, you will be channeling more energy. It will work through, you know, more of your layers of healing that you might need to do or, or not, depending on where you are. And, and really get you ready to practice on other people if that's what you want to do. Um, you can, by all means, use it to entirely work on yourself. When I learned Reiki, I did level one and level two pretty quickly. And then and then the master's level, all within about a year's time, I would say. Maybe less than a year, maybe nine months or so it's time. Um, and I took every little course that my Reiki teacher was offering at any time because it was just so much fun. And, um, and, and I did all that entirely for myself, entirely for my own growth, for my own learning, everything. And I am super grateful, even if I wasn't doing what I do now, I would still be super grateful that I went ahead um, with all of those levels, and especially into level two, because level one is really like the initiation and level two is like, the integration, the deeper integration into you as a healer, whether that's for yourself or for others. So I just highly, highly recommend it. Um, and also on the 26th, which is the Wednesday, I believe, I'm doing a um, energy clearing masterclass. Um, it's a really, really powerful class. Zero, zero fluff. I realize that now my intro is almost as long as my episode is, but that's okay. Um, zero fluff right into how to clear yourself of energies and entities, how to clear your space, how to keep everything clear. Um, it's really, really fascinating. It's one of the number one things that I do in Reiki sessions, and you don't need any Reiki um, to do that class. Um, it's mostly for your own self-empowerment and your own sovereignty. So also highly recommend that. And I'm offering a $40 off coupon for it, which makes it much more affordable. Um, you can contact me with your email and I will send it to you. Okay, guys, enjoy the episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. And I hope that this finds you with an open heart and an open mind. So I've discovered that in trying to simplify what lights me up, when I get let myself just get really, really clear on that, what really lights me up is helping 
being near, <laughs> being with people as they discover their passions, as they discover their power, as they remember who they are and what they are and everything that comes along with that. Some people might call that the awakening process. A lot of words get thrown around. A lot of words get used to describe a lot of things and then they get overused and it's, I don't know. It's hard to find words that can allow the truth to be as big as the truth is because we often in our humanness want to psychologize, want to figure out, want to know, right? We want to know our ego, our mind wants to know things. We want to, you know, we do have this brain in our head that is like kind of a mechanical computeristic calculative kind of thing right and so it does want to understand it wants to know but every time that we try to do that we also create these bubbles of understanding and then and then it takes a little while to be able to um, move through that bubble right and and that's okay like that that's I guess that's like normal human growth is like expansion then you kind of integrate that expansion and then you expand again and then you integrate that expansion. But sometimes in our ego, in our desire to know, in that piece of our brain that wants to keep us safe and alive and wants to know, that is a beautiful thing and also sometimes can be a bit annoying. It creates all of these limits on how powerful, how magical we could actually be as beings. And it also complicates things. I think if you've been, I mean, if you've been with me for a little while, if you're new here, whatever it is, if you're on a little bit of a spiritual journey, it's really interesting because we can get really caught up in these leaders and these people who's who see things through a much more complicated lens. And if that is your lens, then, you know, by all means, like, like maybe that is what you need right now is for things to be complicated, to understand the inner workings, to really grasp it in a very mental way. But here, for me, and what I love to awaken in people is for people to feel it, embody it. Remember that you know everything or that you can access everything through your own intuition. Be that, you know, deep meditation and connection to the guides and conversations and, and whatnot. Be that a simple gut feeling. Uh-uh, this doesn't feel good. Oh yeah, that feels really good. Or anything in between, right? Like our intuition is as unique and special as each and every one of us. And sometimes we want it to look a certain way, but the more that we can lean into what naturally is in our inclination, the more that those things will actually open up to us because it's us trusting the intuition that we are receiving 
So if that's a gut feeling, if that's the hairs in the back of your neck, if that's just an inner knowing, like I just feel like I know this and I can't explain why. And sometimes we want it to look like I had this beautiful conversation with my guides. Sometimes we want it to look like I saw the future, which is kind of silly because the future is malleable. The future isn't, it doesn't exist yet. So we can see probable outcomes, but we can never truly see exact events. Um, sometimes we do see them and sometimes they do play out that way, but in reality, it, it, it's not always possible, right? Like it's, yeah, we, we understand that here, right? You guys get that? You guys are really smart. I love you all so much. All few of you who listen regularly, I really, really appreciate having this little outlet to share these bits and pieces and, um, but yeah, and, and so remembering, like, like coming back into ourself. And again, that ego wants to conflate what is success. The ego wants to conflate what is my purpose. The ego wants to conflate what am I supposed to be doing here on life. And in that conflation, you know, it leads us to go on Instagram and look and see what other people are doing and measure ourselves comparatively. It, leads us to feel as though we might be doing not enough. It leads us to feel as though we might be doing too much. It leads us to feel as though uh, we should be operating in a different way than what feels natural to us. It leads us to feel like we should be pursuing things that are totally out of our alignment, out of alignment with, with, with our soul or things that are in alignment with our soul. Like there's, there's so much pulling us and pushing us to believe there's like sales is happening everywhere we go especially on social media social media is just like a sales pitch everywhere and and some of those things you are going to want to buy and some of them you aren't but even like with your friends like they're sales pitching the best version of their life on social media right even with, um, yeah, like, like, even with people who aren't actively pursuing some sort of e-commerce online, they're still pitching a non-version, like not the, not the entire reality. And that's okay. Like sometimes it's beautiful. If you can, if you can sort things out and you enjoy using social media and you want to go on there and you want to see things that are inspiring and uplifting, like, that's amazing. Do not get me wrong. I don't, I don't think that any one thing is bad or good. I think that all things are energy and it's up to us to remember who we are. It's up to us to come into our own and our own space and energy and then allow ourselves to view through the lens of love and compassion that exists and aligns us to what we need to see and do and be and where, you know, all of those things. So let's take a moment and just find ourselves into a state of alignment. I'm down at the skate park and my children went into the arena and I don't know what they're doing. They're probably something they shouldn't be, but that's okay. So let's take a moment to, (laughs) while we have this moment of peace, to simply take a few breaths and find our way back into our body. 
And if you're driving, you can still be present with the road and be present with yourself because that is where you are here and now. If you're driving in a city where there's lots of other people, it might be trickier. Um, but figure out where you are, what you're doing, if you're ready for this. It'll only take a second. Just taking a few deep breaths, letting ourselves become really present. Letting ourselves notice what bubbles up when we get really present with ourselves. Are there any emotions or thoughts that are coming up into the forefront of your mind? Anything that you've maybe been avoiding? Anything that doesn't feel great or anything that does feel great? Whatever it is. We're not here to judge it as good or bad. We're here to simply be present with what is. And so if there is a present emotion, if there is a present thought or thought pattern, be present with it. If there's nothing, if you're looking out right now, I'm looking out and the trees are blowing in the wind. There's mountains in the distance and clouds in the sky that are just kind of scattered throughout this beautiful blue sky. Let yourself just become present with whatever is present for you right now. Maybe you take a few minutes with those emotions, thoughts, and you just sit with them. You just let them, you just observe them. You let them be heard and be seen. Maybe even ask them if there's something they need to share with you. You know, often our emotions and our thoughts and these things that we push away, it's very much like being around a toddler or a young child. And they're saying, hey, 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 I need you to see me. I just need, I just need you to hear me. And if you pause for a minute and you listen, really listen, really be present, it'll tell you what it needs to tell you and be done. And if that's the case, if there's a message coming up, if there's something here, without judgment, just observing it, listening, being present with it, acknowledging it, thanking it for being here, and let yourself also be present for the release. Gift yourself with a few deep breaths to aid in that release. Maybe it's just a little bit of icky energy that's hold, that's stuck somewhere. Maybe it's just a little bit of a nagging, this or that. Maybe it's tension in the body. And when you've let that process, and that's as simple as it can be sometimes, oftentimes, noticing what you feel and sense around you now in this next moment of presence. 
drinking in all of its deliciousness. And coming into your heart. And taking a moment to remember who you are here and now. Taking a moment to remember how magical you are. How wise. How spectacular. And taking a moment to bless yourself here and now. Bless yourself with this presence. Bless yourself to hold this space, this energy more often than not. Bless your heart into expansion. Bless your body into health. Bless your whole being into love, creativity, abundance in all forms. Bless yourself into love, into expansion, into the expression of your soul's energy. Bless yourself into the expression of your own truth and the sacredness that you hold as a being. Here and now, so it is. Mm -hmm. 